upstairs neighbors have brought out the large clogs today apparently but other than that we're great i mean they're clearly great they're river dancing or something up there that uh, that was an adjustment i must admit <laughs> to sort of thinking oh somebody's coming down the stairs wait this is a one-story apartment <laughs> i'm not you used to, to having upstairs you, neighbors you learn to phase it out over time but yeah <laughs> well i hope they enjoyed die hard because that's what i did while i was there awesome uh, yeah awesome to the max <laughs> it was <laughs> it really holds up <laughs> <laughs> So are we all are we all home back on terra firma settled back in ready for a new year? Huh? Uh, huh? A, a lot uh, of hi yeah uh, uh, summons and a lot of like sign gesturing for like <laughs> <laughs> bargaining for meaning with people and 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 uh, you know a surprisingly very very polite attitude that you tend to pick up on your way out. <laughs> well, uh, ready is another question altogether, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> well, we are back. Hi, welcome back to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy <laughs> and joined today by Jeff. Hi. <laughs> and Murdoch. Hello, everyone. Not enough coffee in the world. Welcome oh. back to 2024. This is our welcome back blobcast. Yes, we are beginning as we mean to go on, sort of lost, <laughs> confused and blobbly. Ah, uh, it's, it's that fun one where you, you know, you write the date wrong for about nine months into the year before you realize, <laughs> oh, it is 2024. What I really like doing is when people say Happy New Year, you just respond with, and so it's come to this. It's just... <laughs> 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 because it's technically true. It has come to this. It has come to 2024 and we should all be grateful. But it sounds sinister and that brings me a lot of joy. Uh, and that's the episode, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Okay. Yes, we are back. We are, I would say we're ready to take on the new year, but we're really not. This year has already started, you know, well. We have had no time to plan, no time to do anything. So we're winging it. Yay. I'm ready uh. to run screaming into that, <laughs> running screaming naked into that wheat field of 2024. Oh. Bringing with you plenty of references from 2022, I think. I don't, I don't even know where my references I don't know where my references come from anymore. It's been 2020 for the last four years as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, eventually we will end that year. Eventually. Anyway, so in lieu of doing anything constructive with our time, let's do what we all love to do coming back off of holidays and regale each other with our time away. Because yes, we all did travel, so why not? Murdoch, I believe you went the furthest and perhaps the funnest. I don't know, Jeff, I'm sure you'll argue this one, but but tell, I, I, tell them it, oh. fun, fun is relative, but Murdoch's trip is definitely the coolest. Okay. It would be fun, fun is definitely relative, and uh, but yes, like it's. Where well, did you go? <laughs> Let's start with that. Where did Nihongo, you go? Nihongo, Japan. I finally made it to, to Japan. Kicking and screaming, so to speak. <laughs> I had actually scheduled my time a little bit differently than my uh, colleagues who went. Uh, like, I knew, I knew going into this trip, I would be somewhat tired and I would need some downtime. And, you know, coming back from the trip, I would be tired and I would need some downtime to, you know, <laughs> take a vacation from my vacation, so to speak. Yeah. Before this, I would preface the trip itself and to say that yes i finally have a nice uh, screen to bask in the led glow of or oled <laughs> it, oh. it finally happened <laughs> it's uh, over <laughs> well when, when i got back basically the screen wasn't there so i made uh, uh finally finally sorted that out right nice uh but yes this was a fantastic trip like we have seen 
in the span of two weeks. Entirely too much and not nearly enough. I know, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's not always mm-hmm. the way, you know, like, especially with the big trips, the the Japan, the New York. Mm. How can you ever see everything? How can you ever do enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think was two weeks enough for you to feel satisfied? Did, do you feel like you got your money's worth out of the plane ticket, let's say? Uh, I, I did. I did. It was, you know, when they say a change of scenery, like, yes, it is literally a change of scenery. The weather was nice, a little hotter than we had initially anticipated. You know, people told us, bring thermals, bring double layer jackets, bring gloves, this and that. And we went there and it was basically hoodie and t-shirt weather on some days and then maybe a jacket you need on your person, but not all the time during the daytime, which is a very, very annoying temperature to deal with. Mm. Sounds like a British summer. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the beginning of winter. Is it cold enough yet? I don't know. Yeah, that's... That's the annoying part of winter. Mm, pretty much. Uh, and Japan has been an interesting tourist destination. Seems like a lot of people have gone this year to Japan. From interesting. We did come across at least one. No. Scratch that. Two mutual uh, connections on the trip somewhere. Like randomly or planned? All, how, how does that always happen? <laughs> one planned, one randomly down like some... Uh, like off the beaten path street. That's crazy. <laughs> in Tokyo. It was yeah, crazy. You're right, Jeff. How does that always happen? Yeah, it's, it's always like you know. Oh, it's my neighbor from you know, fr- from just across the road, and we happen to meet in this weird, tiny. Well, I mean, I'm not going to ask why you're in an alley. That's that, that's your business. Oh uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not not an alley. It's just like some suburban area, basically, just taking a walk. But no, it was it was a fantastic experience. Get to see the sights, the sounds, the smells. Um, you know, and then the temperature, so to speak. The mm. food was ah. an experience. I was going to ask any highlights that you want to point out, like what was like uh, the, I don't know, the, the Kodak moments? What do you want to really sort of share? What stood out to you in your memory? Well, there's definitely Shibuya. <laughs> okay. It's, a, it's like, you know, a neon city light, uh, like the crossing that's very famous in pictures. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a sight to behold. Um, there was a sight of Mount Fuji. Oh, from the distance in the train. Well, when it's not there, it's always there, even when it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, there was a little town up in the north somewhere uh, that we went to a, I believe it's called a Ryokan. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, like a hot springs resort. Well, gmail.com, <laughs> correct our Japanese. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if you're right or wrong. I can still correct you. I might be uh, wrong. But... <laughs> a great approach to everything. <laughs> so uh, is this like the traditional put on a bathrobe and go sit in a natural hot spring bath type thing? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Anyone who's except... seen anime knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Pretty much. But it's not just the, you know, it's not just the bathhouse itself. It's the mm. inn, like the very Ooh. traditional hybrid sort of traditional modern inn style. So you get your, uh, uh, what do you call them? The futons. They roll them out onto the floor at night. Futon, yeah. And, yep, mm. yep. And you put on your uh, your kimono when you go for breakfast, lunch, or just taking a stroll around. It's a very, very nice sort of like, you know, cultural immersion experience mm-hmm. in a conveniently packaged form, which seemed to have been a very strange uh common theme going through Japan, come to think of it. It Mm -hmm. was something I did want to pick up uh, maybe in later episodes. Uh, Everything is packaged. Everything is strangely neatly bundled into a solution that you can use. Mm. That was the 
not so pretty side of Japan, I think. Mm. But aside from that, aside from that, like the last long trip I've taken, it did take about a week for my mind and body to register that I'm in vacation mode. There is nothing important pending. Uh, Switch off. Enjoy the trip. Yeah. Um, But also, like last trip, maybe, perhaps, I'm going to need to get better at planning this. I definitely need (laughs) some, like... Help. I need help. Well, help is the thing. You don't leave work, hop on a plane, and you're in vacation mode already. Like, you need some downtime pre-trip and post-trip, I think. Mm, um, yeah. This is a lesson I'm needing right. to relearn and relearn and relearn that, like, yes, if you go on vacation when you're already tired, yeah, you're not going to enjoy your vacation. The two types of vacation as well, like the... I don't know, like some people like to talk about you either go to the city or you go to the beach. I mean, Mm. there are more than those two locations, but there are the vacations you go to do things and that kind of requires energy. And there are the vacations where you go somewhere to specifically not do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we need both. I think everybody does, but, you know, you need them in different balances. So, yeah, I think before we hand over, I think my question would be, do you feel like any of the topics we talked about in year one of Indulgently Minimal informed on this trip in any way? Yes, pack less. <laughs> just pack less. <laughs> just like, take, take the bare minimums. A piece of advice I got while I was on the trip is basically pack as little as you need to go. And if you need to buy stuff while you're on the trip, buy a suitcase on the trip. Hmm. I have done that in the past, actually. I mean, it helps when you go to countries like the UK that have these magical places called charity shops where you can buy Mm -hmm. very, very cheap suitcases that other people don't want anymore as opposed to, you know, Mm -hmm. don't buy a suitcase at the airport. Please, guys, don't buy your suitcases at the airport. (laughs) Don't buy anything at the airport. Uh, Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I will I will say I'm just a little bit jealous of uh, my friend's Pikachu suitcase that he picked up. I'm a Aww. lot jealous of everything that you, like, <laughs> you had my dream vacation. I am green with envy, you my will friend. Have green it. with envy. You will have it. You will have it. Put that as a long-term goal, short-term goal, medium-term <laughs> goal. You will have that vacation. How do you say? It uh, is worth uh, it. Coffee.com forward slash indulgently minimal. Fund my <laughs> vacation to Japan. <laughs> Uh, that would be the dream. Um, <laughs> Links in the but, show notes now. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, one, one last fun comment. Like, I thought that, you know, all this ingestion of, like, anime over the years would come back to, you know, benefit me in somehow oh, no, understanding no. what people were saying. Absolutely useless. I'm just sitting there nodding my head. As soon as you say two words of Japanese, people will continue the conversation as though you speak the language. And you're oh, sitting there yeah. pretending like you understand what's happening. Yeah. And then you have to sign to them that, Sorry, what 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 can I? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's that's a universal thing. Don't speak a language to somebody you can't continue the conversation in. Oh dear, oh dear. Okay, so you had a good time. That's that's what to say. Do we have any pictures? Are you going to put any on the uh, on the Instagram, or are we keeping this one close to the chest? Yeah, make a good point there. Actually, I will try to select a few scenic photos. Ah, yes. One last comment. That impulse purchase was not a bad one. Oh? Which impulse purchase was that? The phone camera. Oh, right. The phone phone camera? Yes. A a camera phone, as someone (laughs) might say. Welcome to 2006. 
uh, just like a, the additional quality in um, in pictures and video and the additional battery life has gone a long way on this trip. I'm like, talking to... about the f okay, so my okay, so my brain is still catching up because I've mm -hmm. ju literally just got in from work. I thought you had bought a camera that you stick to your new phone. I'm like, why? Is... <laughs> I, I, I was I was don't, very I was very confused. Start like, as you mean to go on, seconds. Jeff. Start as you mean <laughs> to go on. Put ideas on my head, Jeff. But please do go on. Thinking, that was a why is Kodak. Why is he moment. bought a <laughs> okay, so I'm glad you got some use out of the, the new phone, at least considering how expensive it was. Okay. Especially with that new camera attachment you put on it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that just makes all the difference, all the difference. So, Jeff, tell me, where did you go this year for your Christmas vacation? Although I think we all know. I went. Denmark. <laughs> oh, funny that. Denmark. 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 The land Wait, of the Danes. The land. No, uh, the land of Dans. The land of Dans. <laughs> I did not meet. I did not meet many Dans, but oh. I'm sure they are there. Um, <laughs> perhaps they didn't speak to me because I butcher their language. So, yes. so terrible. <laughs> Hello, I am a stranger in your land of Denmark. <laughs> well, going back on, you know, you talked about, you know, don't don't try to start a conversation in a language you can't continue in. Mm -hmm. My pronunciation is quite rough and bad most of the time, so everybody just realizes and takes pity on me and speaks English anyway. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, uh, like the Europeans are very good at this in most countries. The, the I say very good, very speaking, bad. So <laughs> like the Danish are better at speaking English than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the English oh. are the worst at speaking English. Yeah. Oh. You know what? I think you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So tell me, where did you where did you go this time? Because you this isn't your first trip to Denmark. No, no, it's uh, one of one of many. It was kind of an interesting kind of. It was split in kind of two halves, where the first week was kind of like hectic, and mm -hmm. the second week was really relaxed, and we did nothing but watch Taskmaster. It was awesome. Ooh. Um, we got it, through it, so much Taskmaster. <laughs> uh, it, it, it sounds like you had the proper balance of like fun time oh. and relaxation time on this trip. Definitely, because I say the, um, you know, uh, the first week um, we went to Copenhagen for a day. Uh, we went to Tivoli, which is like the theme mm. park in the middle of Copenhagen. It was you know super nice, and it had all the Christmas market, and it was all very Christmassy. And then when we came, we came home, and then we had like all the Christmas celebrations. You know, we had Christmas Eve and big family dinner with lots and lots of people it was like it was it was really cool it was really fun and it was just interesting seeing another country's form of christmas it was kind of like our christmas but different <laughs> it was it was very it was very hoogly um it was very cozy and, oh that, that's uh, a new word hoogly yeah like hooger <laughs> And then hoogly, and like like hooger is like the thing, and hoogly is the feeling. I think. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Yuki, tell if Yuki, tell me if I'm wrong. Well, so hooger is the noun. Hoogly would be the adverb, adjective. What's I guess. A thing? What's a like, thing that defines itself? It just sounds like it's it's cyclical definition. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it is what <laughs> it is. But it, I, I, but it was great. Hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, then the week after it was just relaxing, calm. You know, days of doing very little, hmm. um, making some delicious home-cooked food, made some homemade sushi for New oh. Year's Eve, which was awesome. Hmm. Yeah. And just a really, like, nice, laid-back, relaxing, good time. 
I would highly, uh, re- I would highly recommend doing nothing. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. I, I, I actually envy that just a little bit because you know, but Japan, as lovely as that trip was, was just a bunch of like you know, flashes of like, oh, I'm seeing things with not enough time to register. I mean, Jeff, you said that like the first half of your vacation was a bit more like that, though, was a bit more rapid paced. Was that like just visiting places or? Yeah, there was a lot of traveling like just within Denmark itself because we were on one side of the country and we went to Copenhagen, which is literally on the other side, which that takes a long time getting to and from. You know, we were visiting friends and family and there's just like a lot of that here and there and meeting a lot of new people. Um, I met a lot of new people um this trip <laughs> always um, fun <laughs> always mm. fun well of course i spent i spent christmas with my girlfriend and it was it, it was it was fantastic it was really lovely and it was a here is an entire side of my family that you haven't met before all of them <laughs> <laughs> say which, hi, to, oh, that's hi. Nice. <laughs> which which um, is you know i was told about this i was prepared for this you know it wasn't like it wasn't dropped to me or anything is you know mm-hmm. prepared and i remember um, a name, I think. I think it's wrong. I'm so sorry. I've forgotten all the names. There was a baby. The baby was cute. No, oh, babies I, are I, cute. I don't know the baby's name. Hmm. It's okay. I'm sure you are forgiven. And then you said, so the second half was more relaxed. So, I mean, I mean, to ask you the same questions, do you think that you took any of indulgently minimal with you on this trip? Or were you more like, nope, I'm leaving all work behind and you just kind of in the moment, Jeff? Well, the packing thing, to go back to, you know, uh, Murdoch's thing, it did really help because I packed even less than normal this oh. time. Um, I took I'm sure the Danes appreciate clothing. you. Well, I'm sure the Danes would appreciate you with clothing, generally. Mm. <laughs> it is my gift to the world. <laughs> Behold me. <laughs> Jeff, no. So I'm imagining like those Sorry. cartoons of like, you know, whenever like the uh, the toddler removes their clothes and like they're running, you've got like the gleam, <laughs> the camera, <laughs> yeah. the camera glare. <laughs> So anyway, I'm banned from all Ryanair flights now. <laughs> that could only be a good thing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that really helped, you know, because I, I took a lot of it to heart. I didn't take most of the stuff I normally take. I didn't take mm-hmm. any of my, like, you know, I didn't take I didn't take my Kindle or my Switch or anything like that. Oh, you I, didn't I even take a Kindle. I never used them. Mm. And I took like a week's worth of clothes, a week's worth of clothes because I had access to a washer dryer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's always nice. Know. Yeah, so that really helped. And I think also a lot of the, we've been talking about kind of like really engaging things, actually paying attention to what you're doing. Um, mm. And we've talked about that in reference to like purchasing and, and stuff. But mm-hmm. in general, I kind of, it helped to be in that kind of present mindset because it allows you to, or at least it allowed me to enjoy what I was doing a lot more. Oh, you know, geez. I wasn't thinking about, well, I've only got so many days left or I've got to go here tomorrow or do this tomorrow. It was just, <laughs> th- this is where I am today and I'm enjoying what I'm doing today. I love that. I actually is, love that. It made for a fantastic, a fantastic two weeks. Mm. So definitely, in my mind, as you've been describing this, I'm sort of like imagining like, be more Jeff. And then for some reason you turned into a dog in my mind. Because I, th- I, I do feel like there's that you give off a very um, Labrador Retriever energy sometimes. And I, I have been described as a Labrador Retriever on more than one occasion. <laughs> if if I had like a pound for every time somebody called me a Labrador Retriever, I'd have like three pounds, which isn't a lot, but it's funny that's happened, it's happened more than <laughs> yeah, once. Yeah. So I don't know, for some reason, as you was like describing, you know, just being in the moment, really enjoying your time. For, I just had like, I've, uh, every dog has his day. Every day. <laughs> hmm. Today is woof day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, great. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. So, uh... Moggy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we let's all turn round and face you. Come on, Murdoch, to this end, to, I, to this I, end of the proverbial I'm table. I'm staring at him awkwardly. Yes. <laughs> so what is it that you say you do here? No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm an interviewer. I, I host a podcast, but it's uh, okay. I'm uh, good with people. <laughs> I'm good with podcasts, okay? <laughs> no, I, I did my... As we said, I don't know, uh, I, I always forget, like, biannual. Does that mean twice a year or every other year? Generally, every once a year, once every other year, I try to go back to the UK, and this Christmas was that time. Hmm. Uh, our parents, Jeff, as you might be aware, moved. They left the, you know, the, the ancestral Yorkshire home, or at least they, they our left... ancestors. They're, they're not ancestral Yorkshire. We are. But well, they uh, we're ancestral. Yeah, technically, I mean, technically, you know, there's there's, there's family ties. But, yeah, to, but yes, they, they they left the glorious sunny uh, counties well, they, of Yorkshire to go to the dark, windy. Actually, it's a very beautiful part of the world they went to. They mm. went to what I have started to refer to, having now visited. They went to Cornwall. That's where they've moved to, and I am now referring to it as the Yorkshire of the South. It's just Yorkshire in the South. It's very similar. Oh, it's it's it's. it's, it's <laughs> It's, it's its own. It's its own country in many ways. It's one of the five Celtic nations. Cornwall it has its mm. own language and history and culture. It's it's very distinct from the Ooh, rest of the UK. Very nice. Very yes. very nice. Very interesting. Tiny, tiny interjection. I, there, there's a phrase that has stuck with me over the years. Like home is a place you can never return to. Well, I can't now. They've sold it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh no, you can return there. It's just a crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, it's it, it's one that has sort of like a very melancholy feel to it in the sense that yes, home is never the place that you left, so to speak. Right? Every time you go back, it's a little bit different. Um, home is where your dog is. Home is where your dog. <laughs> the, 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 the counterpoint to that one, I guess, I've run into recently has been that home is where you are missed. Hmm. That's home is nice. where your dog is. Yeah, home is where your dog is. <laughs> Although that ungrateful little... <laughs> yeah, when we came back, actually, just to fast forward through, yeah, my trip was fine. But when we came back, uh, I wasn't the first one through the door, so I, I missed on, like, the dog's greetings. Like, by the Aww. time the dog turned its attention to me, it's like, oh, the door's open. Time to go to the garden. It's like, my, my love. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, so Cornwall is an interesting place for sure. I... They could do with some more roads. I'm not sure I'm with this whole lane thing. Yeah, I like roads really, that they, have two lanes rather than just like little county lanes. And roads where you can see around the corner. That'd that would be nice. Be nice. Yeah. It, it mm. was a little frightening driving around there. But <laughs> as you said, very beautiful. And the, the house that our parents have bought is actually very old. It's like a little cottage. So that was interesting. I hit my head three times on the first day. Uh. <laughs> It turns out we have gotten a little taller in the past couple hundred years, so that that was yeah. a uh, an interesting experience. But and the food, oh wow, like good food. Well, Cornish pasties. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I was going to say good food in England, <laughs> but it's it's Cornwall. Like Cornwall is not England. Cornwall is Cornwall. Well, I mean, like I said, I have this argument far too often that people that think England doesn't have good food haven't had good English food. We have fish and chips. We have Cornish pasties. We have clotted cream. A clotted cream. I mean, I don't I don't go for it because I'm a vegetarian, but I hear beef wellingtons are a whole hoo-ha. Yeah, we have good food, guys. Like, you just mm. haven't had it. We have good food. Please. Food. 
I must admit, there was a slight melancholy, not only because, like, it, this wasn't really my home, as it were. We did spend yeah. some time in Yorkshire at the end of the trip. But also, I think Cornwall is very interesting to see, you know, such a lovely, beautiful place and such a lovely, welcoming people, but also to see so many of the villages just turned over to holiday lets. That was probably, that left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth, just seeing so many homes in the villages like either empty or with those little key safes on the door, knowing this is now an Airbnb. Yeah, because mm. it, it must have been, it's probably even more pronounced for you at that time of the year because it's it's winter, nobody's going there on holiday. It depends on, like, supposedly St. Ives in Cornwall is a very popular New Year's destination, not so much for mm. Christmas. Mm. A, small, a small silly anecdote to add here, it's basically, like, from my time in Pittsburgh, I remember one of my... Uh, one of my roommates mentioning this explicitly. It's like, Pittsburgh, during the academic year, is a very lively young city, you know, it's a college town, basically. Hmm. It's like, just wait until summer hits. All the yeah. old people come out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those. A lot of university towns are like that. Hmm. Uh, the other fun one is we did visit Tintagel. Which... Woo, I, tint, I love Tintagel. Well, I, I loved it too. It was, I mean, we didn't pay the extortionate fee to go into the ruins of the castle. It was... It's more expensive now than when I went, but mm. yeah, it, it, it's, it's pretty cool up there. You can go see the statue. It's got the gardens from Trist the Tristan and Isolde story. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, garden, it's a, it's a bit of grass with where a wall used to be, but it's still that, neat. There was, that was one of the reasons, like we did uh, go to, there is a, a nice hotel on like a cliff that looks down upon the whole thing and you can kind of go, yeah, I'm not sure 18 quid was worth seeing some, you know, ruins of like, it's not a castle, it's a couple mm. stony walls of a castle that most likely didn't belong to King Arthur, though. Oh, that's... no, it, it <laughs> no, it certainly, it certainly didn't. It was built, I think it was built in like the... 12, 1300s, and yeah. it was like, it was built because the guy wanted to connect himself to the Arthurian legend or something. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with King Arthur, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> but everybody likes to pretend it does. It's a nice it's little cool. bit of made-uppery. It's, it's, it's awesome. I, I, I do have a small question here for both of you, actually. Does anybody feel like the world has taken one of two extremes as a sort of like, you know, recovery mechanism to post-pandemic times where everything is either extortionately expensive or like unbelievably cheap? No in-betweens. I, I, where are you finding mm. cheap stuff? <laughs> uh, Japan was interesting. Hmm. I mean, I, I must say like that was my other experience of England, especially traveling through it when because i haven't i i go so rarely i think it's been about 18 months since the last time i went and it did shock me how expensive certain things were especially when you're traveling like the trains mm. were expensive unreliable and unpleasant. everything around yeah just unpleasant you're right it was a very unpleasant experience and mm. i was shocked actually at how I, much i, I disliked admit. the trains I spent mm. a lot of time on the trains in Denmark and like price-wise they are, they're not cheap, but they're not super expensive either, but they're so much nicer. The trains are just mm. nicer. Like it turns out on British trains, and I, I'm not a tall person by any measure, you know, I'm, I'm pretty average in height um, and there's not enough leg room for me on a mm. regular train in the UK. Oh, but what I will say, one of the nice things we got, 
called up on our flight back. So from um, Manchester to Athens, our flight back, which they did manage to lose one of our bags, but that's for a different a different story for a different time. That is an ongoing saga. Mm-hmm. But we got moved to the emergency aisle, and oh, the leg room, oh, the nice. leg room in the emergency aisle. Wow, I should book that seat more often. I mean, if anything goes wrong, I'm supposed to be. But that's the thing. You have there's a responsibility there. Everybody's going to die if you can't do the one thing. I don't even. Know. Are you supposed to break the window? I don't know. I, I'm not like uh... we supposed. We had to like you know we had to say like yes we are medically sound and able to assist in the time, but. I was mostly just sort of like stretching my legs out going, ooh, <laughs> my knees, they feel so good. <laughs> that, that was that was quite fun. I also thought uh, to kind of catch on Murdoch's comment, I have missed Asda. I don't know out of all the things I could miss out of England. We don't have anything quite like Asda. And like, yeah, some of the things like, some things are really cheap. I got a pack of donuts for 10p because they were being sold at the end of the day. Like, And they were really good donuts too. Very I, I, don't, I don't know why what that's kind of, a highlight what, of my what, trip, but my 10p kind of, donuts were just amazing. Oh, just sugar donuts. Donuts. Just, just, but they were so light and fluffy and... Oh. And they only cost 10p. Nothing costs 10p anymore. Literally. I mean, it is. I, mean, I, I, I have a flashback, Asda. memory. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had a cronut on this trip. <laughs> Who invented Ooh. this? <laughs> Go on, um, Jeff. Oh, I was I, I was just going to I was gonna ask what filling it was, but you said it was just a sugar donut. So just a plain fluffy gonna... sugar donut. Amazing. Mm. Asda is pretty Asda, really? That's hmm, that's that's quite the takeaway. I mean, Tintagel, uh, nothing, nothing. For, for, the glory Tintagel, Steve Tintagel. I mean, uh, the, okay, like okay. the. What, what, I mean, one, one, one more question for the uh, for the non-Brits, uh, myself oh, included. Yeah. Uh, what is Asda? What are t- what is Tintagel? <laughs> are these oh, okay, sorry, just to be really, Tintagel is one of the castles on the coast of Cornwall. Cornwall is a very ruggedly beautiful coastline, very rocky. Ooh. I I don't know if it's like. I think it's been described as volcanic, but that doesn't make sense because I don't think any of England is volcanic. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think it's volcanic. Yeah, it's it's very very t- it goes very up and rocky. down. It's very rocky, very rugged, very beautiful. Long beaches, yeah. um, sheer cliffs. Also something really scenic. It tried to kill me many many times, but still very beautiful. <laughs> well, my new my new live lock screen, which is a feature I really enjoy on my phone, where you like you mm. turn the phone on and it moves, Ooh, mm. is the waves crashing on Merlin's Cave in Tintagel. It's rather mm. rather cool. So Tintagel is a castle on the cliff. Supposedly, mythologically, it did not belong to King Arthur. Or it was the birthplace of King Arthur or, or something. something to do with Arthur. So Jem- does, Jeffrey it, of Monmouth it, made it up. <laughs> yes, Some guy in the Middle it, Ages made it up. But it is the location of the Tristan and Isolde tale from like a Welsh and Irish mythology. Oh, so, right. Yeah, read that up. Yeah. Asda Ooh. is a supermarket chain <laughs> in England. Ah. I don't know, like, where I, uh, where I live, supermarkets are... They just sell food. And mm. I don't know, like the just I have a lot of for some reason, like I have fond memories of Asda. Like I felt like their prices were pretty good, their food quality was pretty good. You could get, you know, a pen or a pencil or something. I don't know. They just they just uh, had um, things. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Thing, like the equivalent of a seven eleven, maybe? No, more no. like a Walmart. Or I mean, a, it did okay. it did used to be owned by Walmart. It's not it anymore. Did. But yeah. It did used to be. Okay. I think it's short for associated dairy. Yeah, something like that. It was 
something like that. Anyway, um, I'm not going to spend the, the rest of the podcast talking about supermarkets. <laughs> so, but thank you to our sponsor, Asda. Um, <laughs> as he pats his, like, uh, what, what was the, pats, what was the ad, advert? Asda price? Pats, ching, ching. Yeah, and you, pat, and, you, and you pat your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Jeff, family-friendly podcast. No, but well, that's here. you're supposed to. Pat, you're, you're supposed to. They're pat, patting the pocket pat. with the saved coins in it. You have saved money, therefore, when you pat your pocket, there is still money in there. Mm-hmm. Besides, this this is no, a northern podcast. Here. If we were sponsored by anybody, it'd be Mario Bob's. Let's be honest. <laughs> it would be Mario Bob's. <laughs> yeah, and food. You know, you can't get a good curry outside of the north. I'm uh, I'm sorry, like that. That's where the good curry is in England. It's in the north. Plus, I had Japanese food. Yeah, we both had. Uh, my, one oh. of my favorite restaurants of all time is in Leeds. Wait, wait. I went to a Japanese restaurant as well. High five, guys. High hey! five. Ah, <laughs> uh, I too have tried curry in Japan, which is very interesting. <laughs> it's a traditionally Indian meal. I, I'm going to, ha- yeah, well, uh, there is a story behind that, but I have to interject right here because I have this comment every now and again where I, I've mentioned it on the podcast before that curry is one of my comfort foods hmm. just because of where I grew up. And every now and again, I will mention it to people that where I live, we don't really have the type of curry I you know, get the craving for. And, hmm. and more than once people said, oh, there's a great Thai restaurant uh, you should try. It's like, yeah, I, okay, technically, yes, the Thai make curry. It, it is a thing. It's a Thai, but it, no, it's, it's not it's what del- I'm after. It's yeah. a delicious curry, but it's a very different type of curry. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. Japanese curry is a very different type of curry. Japanese curry is very different as far as I've I've been told. Yeah. It, I believe, indulgently minimal at gmail.com if I am wrong, I believe that the Japanese got the curry by way of the British. Ha. Huh. Well, it's I something think, to do with the I, Navy. I think the British, I mean, like I, it, the term itself is, was spread across the world by the British because we misunderstood Something it means, and then, doesn't it mean like, like sauce? <laughs> I, maybe I'm not 100% sure because it encapsulates uh, a very a huge range of different foods. Mm-hmm. And India uh, and, and the surrounding countries are very big, very, very, <laughs> very large, very diverse. There's an awful lot going on. Yeah, oh, I want to no, I had, ra- I had, yeah, well, I had curry, <laughs> I had ramen, I had Cornish pasties. Hmm. It was a good food trip for sure. I mean, yeah. I saw some family and loved ones, but food. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it's always about. Uh-huh. All right. So that, that was my trip. And I would say for me, the uh, the takeaway was, yes, pack as little as possible. Although I always go with, with a little and come back with more as we're so slowly trying to transport half of England back to my, my <laughs> current residence. Oh... Uh... The, the funny part, the funny part about this pack less business is that I did technically manage to pack less than I normally do. Mm. Uh, my suitcase was half empty. <laughs> my suitcase was technically half empty. I mean, it's it's progress. It is progress. The part that scares me is that, you know, going on this trip initially, I was worried. It's like, well, would I, you know, exceed the allocated luggage limit? Uh, as it turns out, I was like way below half of the allocated thing. Uh, what was it? Wow. Around 23 kilograms. It's pretty good. Oh, it's yep. pretty good, especially if you want to bring stuff back. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, pretty much. And on the way back, suitcase was, yes, packed full with goodies. <laughs> and I was worried I'd be, you know, over the limit on the way back. As it turns out, no, I still had a good five kilograms to spare. So I'd, I'd, I'd call that as a net positive. We have made progress. But ultimately, yes, I would like to pack less, still mm. less. than. I, yeah. We're making progress is the point. Well, yeah, I mean, oh. I traveled with the... 
with the iPad and barely used it. Mm. So like I had, you know, downgraded from a laptop to an iPad. I now think on certain trips I could even do without the iPad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, which is all topics for the forthcoming year. So we are glad to be back. Welcome back to Indulgently Minimal. Welcome back to you guys and welcome back to you, our wonderful listeners. Over the next few weeks, we will be coming with more episodes, more content. If you have any ideas, anything you want us to cover, feedback, foodback, I don't know. We talk about food a lot. Indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. So yes, we have been Indulgently Minimal. You can follow us on Instagram. We will be sharing some pictures from our vacation. Hope you guys enjoy that. We're on Mastodon. All the links to our socials are in the show notes if you want to go there. I've already mentioned the email, but we are also on Coffee. If you want to help support the show, if you want to help us keep doing what we're doing, pay our bills, the link is ko-fi.com forward slash indulgently minimal. Links once again in the show notes. Also, do stay tuned to the channel. We are working on something extra that we are hoping to bring very, very soon. We're very excited. So once we know more, we will be sharing it. Please stay tuned for that. Ooh, Jesus. I've been Moggy, and I've been joined today by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. We're back after a much-needed break. Remember to take breaks when you need them, too. And remember, folks, indulge a little. Thanks for joining us. See you for the next one. Bye. See you later, guys. Take care, everyone.